of the Simen Lamed Beis if Memhei. Yitain kol parasha bebayishalah. She put every parasha in its compartment. Shetei zekufa muumadu beisah. That should be standing upright in its compartment. Says Kanyesh Yud Gimel zekufa kederek kriyasa kederek shmamidin sevatari beich. Like you would read it. Like you put a sevatari in the in the Aron Kodesh. You leave it standing up. You don't lie down in Aron Kodesh. With the evidence of nasa sham mushka. With the evidence of putting lying down. Ain lufsal tul mushvils. It doesn't pass the tul. The proper thing to do is but the proper thing is to open it up, put them back in properly. What's considered right side up? That the top row is towards the top of the bias, and the bottom row of the parsha is towards the opening of the twill on the right where we open up to the tutor. Hagadar Mos says, "Vroisha parasha yu munach letzad yimin hakayrish and bal paschan ukar and yu munach mufan of kilchosin." When you open it up, it should, when you put it in, right? So we said already you have to roll it up to the beginning. But it also should be that when you're holding your bias upside down and you open it up and we want to take it out, that it shouldn't be the other way, lack of a better word. But it should be that literally as you pull it out, it's in the proper direction. Opening it up because it could still be right side up, but put in the other direction. So it has to be like that. Towards the bottom, if not, when you when you're holding it in front of you upside down, well, you might call the shorish upside down, but it has to be that when you pull it out, it's in the direction that you could read it, right? Mm-hmm. Which also means that this way, when you're wearing it on your head, you're wearing it right side up, right? If not, it would be upside down when you're wearing it on your head. Mm-hmm. Um, the way to put in the, in the compartments should be towards the right of the person reading it. That's standing opposite the person put in. When we talk about the order of going from right to left, also, it's not an order of when you're wearing it from on top, but he says it's an order of when you're looking at it from the bottom. And you'd be opening it up, and you're taking it out from right to left. Then you take it out in the order of Kaddish, uh, etc., etc. Siv Mem Zayin. Im Kosav Kol Ayra Parshis Beklav Echod Ksheim. We're talking about in the Shalraish. If you wrote all four Parshis, and right, really we're supposed to write them on four separate cl- apartments. What happens if you wrote it all on one straight parchment? Afilu Ein Revach Beinem. Even if you didn't leave enough space. Between them, you have a thread or a string, you have a thread or a string that what breaks up the different compartments and stops them from going through one to the other. Uh, okay. Okay, let's, let's see Mr. Bruce on this first before we go weiter. If there's enough space between the parishes that you can cut them, the best thing would be is if you go take it, if you have enough space between the parishes that there'll be muk of guild, there'll be enough parchment after the letters and before the letters to cut them, to cut them. After basic siva classroom klavech, even though the time you wrote it, you wrote on one klav. There's no space, enough space to cut it. You munach muchrach, you'll be forced on yach kol parsha beisa shaloi b'skifa. I feel lochikasher because in order to put all four separate parshas, like sort of roll them up 
and carry them over from one to the next, you can't have them standing upright. That wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. Right, to go to the compartment, you have to lay them flat. You go in, you come out after that pressure, you go in and you come out. Right? Like, you know, up and down, like a W. Right? So then you're not going to have them standing up. Right? Because standing up is not ma'akiv, it's for the mitzvah. So if you're stuck or whatever, and you can't cut these, these parchments down, if you have it, it's okay. Since it's all written on one. Right. You need to make a hafsik with a thread or a string with a sinew like we do between the bottom. They lost his hacker, Shabbatim of Dom. You still have to make sure you have threads going between them to show that it's separate bottom. But if you wrote the four parishes on separate bottom, then you don't need to have um, these um, threads coming out between the different ones to show it, right? We only have today threads of Cyrus, we spoke about last night, coming out of one. We don't have it coming out of each of them. We write on separate cloth. That you should always have a hevdel between the bottom, which we talk have, and a bottom inside and outside. We do have a mice and a hevdel between them. Okay? Okay, we write on one part, uh, one parchment. The girl and we roll it up from the end towards the beginning. If you open up here at the beginning, like we saw yesterday, do with the shalosh. Then you wrap a piece of parchment around the parsha, the blank piece of parchment. Usar eagle, and then you put the sar of the eagle on top of that. Then you put them into the. Bias like you did in the Shal Reish. Right? And I'm assuming, according to the Ramah, who argued in the, the who said that in the Shal Reish, you should put Sar, then the parchment, then Sar, that so too that would apply here. In Ksavim, if you wrote it, Al Arba Klafim, on the Shal Yad, what happens if you wrote the four parts of the Shal Yad and four separate parchments? Vinicham Ba'arba Batim Yatsa. And you wrote, and you put them in four separate compartments in the Shal Yad. Similar to the Shalash, you made your Shalyad the same way, and you put them into four separate compartments in the, in the Shalyad. Mm-hmm. Right? What should you do now? Yat. But he says, what should you do? says, if you did that, let's say you took something like a Shalash, and you use that as a Shalyad, he says, you should take another piece of ur and put it over the top of your four compartments so that when someone now looks at it, it looks like what? It should have the appearance of one. So cover it up with ur from the outside. Right, yeah. Meaning, if, if you made a yad that looks like a shalraish, so then take a, a straight piece of leather, cover it over, so that it appears like a shalyad, and not like a shalraish. Let's say you have that case. You should not put. You should, what you should do is you don't put the parashis in in four separate pieces of parchment into the shoyad. You should take some glue, but he says the glue has to be kosher glue. You should glue together the parashis mm-hmm. into one long parasha. Into a, into, what? Not sew them together. That's what he says. So you can glue them with kosher glue. I'm not saying sewing wouldn't work, but he's saying you can you can glue it with with kosher glue. Let's see the Mishnah Brewers inside. Sif cotton ratioed chesvot. Barba batim four compartments. Let's say you made your shalyad out of four compartments. The best thing to do is not to put the four parts into the four separate compartments, but to put all four 
into one compartment of the four compartments. Even if you put them into one compartment, even though you are the best is to attach to glue together the parishes. Even the mitzvah is to write all the parishes of the shayat on one cloth. It's considered did it. Once you wrote it, it's already considered b'diavet to the point where we say you can now chatchil glue together, and that's good enough. What happens if you wrote on one long piece of parchment and you find a problem in the middle of the fourth parasha? But you need to consider one. And you have a shame Hashem, so you can't scratch it off. He says that's already considered already b'diavet, and now you can go to chatchila, cut off the fourth parasha, take another fourth parasha that was written after the first three parashas, and glue it on. But David Kasha, she used Kasha glue. Ratzloim, what does it mean, Kasha glue? What type of Hechshit does it have to have? Me behemoth tire from the behemoth tire. Kasha Prima Gum is a Rakla Mitzvah, of Layla Kuvit, Kivin that Dibik ain't a Ma'akib, Mail and Kabed Medavik. Prima Gum says that since we already said it's not Ma'akib, Bidiavik gluing it together, therefore you can't say it's Ma'akib, Bidiavik if you glue it together with not Kasha glue. But not from a behemoth tire, but Lachatil, which we done from a behemoth tire. If you went and you covered the bottom with gold or with another piece of leather on top of it from Behemoth Tameya, it's possible. You make it, even though the lowercase properly was done with Behemoth Tameya, and then you covered it over with Behemoth Tameya. So you might say maybe that's because you're covering the shin with behemoth tmeya and you need the shin to show. He says even if you would cut out of the behemoth tmeya the leather right when you covered it with the uh, cut out the shin, it's still possible. It's got to be all behemoth tahirim. See if memtes that the tefillin have to be sewed when you sew up right? we all know that we have gidim that sew up to sew the bottom clothes it has to be done with it's best to use the sinews from an uh, axe or a bull an axe right where do you take the sinews? It's best to take it from the heel because they're white. The main caution, if they're too rough to work with, you soften it up with stones. Until it's like linen. You weave them and you spin them. That this this field needs lishma when you're making these sinews. As long as it's from behemotayr, even if it's a tray from the veil, it's good. It's best to use gidei shor reish chavdalad. And ain lo yikach mi gidei behemotayr. If you don't have from a shor, you can use from a behemotayr. Have matmei. I feel with the avid parcel, but from a behemotayr, you know, I'll use the sinews to sew it up. Even with the avid. And he says it's sarichin if you're allowed to use the gidei noshe. Right? We don't eat the gidei noshe. It's not a mutar v'hicha. So it's sarichin if you could use it from that also. Okay. Sif nun. Everyone's holding with. Ain liknois gidim. Don't you can't purchase sinews to, to use for this. Me'ena Yehudi from a guy. Meshem nechayshina on mechayshid shemesh al behemet meyem. Mechayshid they might have come from a behemet meyem. Makayim she'en gidim etzuyim. Makayim she'en gidim etzuyim. What happens if you, it's in an area where you can't find sinews and they don't sell it? They would take parchment and sort of cut it down and sort of make it into threads. 
Okay. When can you buy from a guy if you went to the guy's house? We know that some guy has from behemoth to man. Therefore, you can't rely on the rive because we have a rule called We always have rules in rive that when something's kavua, when something's in its set original place, it's considered kavua. Kavua is Therefore, you can't rely on the rive. If the guy brings it to the second bottom line, hey, shook, brings it to the shook. If you have the peddlers walking around the shook, offering it to you, now you can rely on the rive and buy from a guy. But if the guy has a store in the shook, now that's considered a makam kavua. And therefore, you're back to your machzal machza problem. So you need the peddler walks around the aisles. If you don't know that some come from Hayat Tmeah, meaning if there's no reason to suspect that over here they would be coming from Bahamut Tmeh, you could buy from them. Because most sinews that I guess are on the market were from Bahamut Tahiris. Ach kol zed, this is dafka when you're buying sinews she'ena tfuyin that weren't spun. Av begidin tfuyin das magravram das lenglis and mafil yedei she'ena mehetayim tayra. But the magravram like we saw before that said when you spin and you wheat right and you when you come out and you spin these sinews you have to do lishma. So it's not going to help buying them to tayra if it was already spun. Shekim jolachol meishem sinach sheti asiyasin lishma. The tfuyis hagidin zuhi asiyasin. So according to magravram you're not going to have to buy them if they're already spun. And calm down because you're not going to have a shema. The nachem lav nei lishmoni. We can't rely on the nachem for lishma. Because the krakasam del yirabe pimgadim fagni by a club is that feel lishma. So it's okay. We said we already wrote it. Yirabe pimgadim. I'm a factor where they really need the shema on these gidden. But taliyad rovash him chutim anasim and aklaf. These are chutim threads that you make from the parchment. Umakim tchaksvi like even the minoi who him kigidin atzman ukshayim l'tzavahem stam. But you have it if you stock, you can rely on it because my parchment's made from skin. You can use this until you find other gidim. So you shouldn't lose the mitzvah of gidim. But if I he gets in you, you should take off these things that you made out of the parchment and you do it properly. Those who are that you can't because the Lachmas in Asgidim, and this is made from her cloth, and therefore they hold out not to make a bracha on it. Then he says, try to take from the thin intestines, dry them out, and put them into a thread. You can't use them. So we dive can eat sinews, and in a bird, it's unclear what's considered the sinews and what's considered the other different types of things, the vridim, and the other types of things in in a bird. Sif nun aleph. Yitva shloishet firais bechol tzad v'tzad. On each side, if you look on your tefillin, you look underneath over here, right? There's three stitches, right, for a total of twelve stitches. Right, if you notice, it says that you go from both sides. Generally, when you stitch a stitch, if you only do it singly, wherever it's on, on top, it's not going to be on bottom. So here we do Mishnah Stodden that you always see both stitches from the top and on the bottom. And besides going up and down, on the shalash, it also goes between the threads run straight through 
between each of the compartments. Like you see in this picture over here. What happens if instead of making 12 around the three, four sides, you only made 10 or less? It's not possible. And now those who say you should be marked that all these 12 things are done from one thread. Now, let's see the Mr. Brewers. The reason for 12 is It shouldn't be in the actual bias, if you notice, right? We don't do it up, but we move it a little bit away from the bias that it's ready in the, into the titura. When you sew a garment, let's say you wanted to sew this, this was a garment, what would you do? You'd come around the outside. We don't do that, we go up and down, right? Come around the outside, right, of the end, but you go up and down through it. And you should be walking with the two left outside of the thread. The same thing over here, the skin on the bottom. Make sure it comes out. Oh, sorry. This is talking about. Let's say, we said yesterday, we said a few times, this whole thing should be one piece. But we also said, that those who made it two separate pieces, that the titura, that this was the top bias is made out of four compartments, then they slipped the titura over it. Like this. She so says, if that's how it's done, you have to make sure that the bias has in the bottom that which is folded out, so that the bias is sewn to the titura. Not just that the titura is closed and the bias is latched into it, but it's got to be sewn through the bias, right? If, you, if you're doing it in such an oven of two separate pieces, as the picture shows. But you have to make sure that the bottom come out to within the thread holes. So that the bias on all four sides, meaning you can't cut corners on, on only two sides, on all four sides the bias has to be sewn into the titura. Not like those who make it without all four sides coming out. And it's not sewn at all with the titura. They, they glue it in. The writes that he had to pass many pieces of film when he saw this. They have to be sewn together. Now, when you want to come up and down, and you want to make sure you have it on both sides, so if you know anything about sewing, when you come around, you're going to come around, it's, 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 it's not going to work. Fully exactly, you have one over each. So he gives the eight says if you take two needles from the opposite side of the thread, and every time you go one way, you're coming the other way, he's saying that's how you'll have it. I mean, you see the picture over here. So is that what I'm also from there? I didn't ask. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you. But uh, if you look at it, it, it it's right, if you ever did binding, you know, you're always going to have one extra when you do it that way or one short, and then you tie it together. When you look over here, you don't seem to have it. So he, this is the eights he gives for it. I mean, I'm not saying there's no other eights that they use today. I don't know. But this is what he says. I didn't ask a cipher. Reish Lamid, Miu. Right, what's it going on? He said the Ramah said if you don't have twelve, If you didn't pass over the chutat fear, it's not makav b'diavid. The going back and forth. The chut echad one thread. 
if the thread rips, those who hold you could tie the thread, take it out fully, thread. Why? Because if it ripped at the time he's sewing, it's recognizable, it's a weak thread. In the middle of and it's aimed to rip later, and anything that's aimed to rip, we look at it as if it's ripped and it's no good. What happens if you realize the threads now too, didn't rip? He realizes it's too short. So then you could add another thread to finish it up. If that's only if it ripped in the middle of the while you're sewing it. But if it ripped later, I'm not going to go into it now because I was late. We'll see in Simulam at Gimel before the end of the week. We'll see what happens if the Gidim rip on your film. Sifnun Beis, Yachnes Haritzua. You put the, the strap through the mavarta, which we said is the back part of the film. The yasa kasher kimin dalad. So Roy, she's talking about you make like a shape of a dalad. And the shoyad we make a yud. Because you have the shin on the shoraish, then you have a dalad over here, and a yud on the on, on the shoraish, on the strap of the back of the shoraish, and then the yud on the shoyad, and that spells out shakai. We don't do this anymore. He talks about that they used to put some type of leather over the bias of the shalyad. The proper way when a servicing that make a new pair of tefillin is to first make the cash on the dalit, on the shalresh, and then on the shalyad, so that the shin is done first. Then the Dalit in the order of the word Shakai. Let's see the Mishnah Bruce. The Yase Kesh of a Kesh shall fill the Alachomash Messina, the Kesh on the Philos Alachomash Messina. Nish Tark Lassus Shmov, the Yase Kotni has been on the Shmov, Kanjindut. Now, now that we have to pay attention. On the Shal Roish, in the back, right, it goes on the back head, it's Kimin Dal. The Yesh Isim Kesh Kimem Stuma. Some make it like an endemem, like I'm holding in my hand and I'm showing you. Right, it's four. Shinir and Kishnei Dalsim Shnei Tsad. They tell you that it's, the idea is that you should have two Dalits. If you have a block of one, whichever way you look at it, you have a dalit. Ragloi shalzeh, b'tzad roishloi shalzeh. If I am saved first, I shave shem chumay avis, give me my ladina, the eloi some cash shall dalit, mechuv and yais ladina. He brings the summer chayin and will hold. It is better not to make a mem stuma, but to make like a regular dalit. Gamla yasa cash shall shamit on of honor. First, has to make sure that the knot is tight and that it doesn't move back and forth. Kamashibarati bar Allah. But I'm not telling you now to make a single dollar in Memstuma, whatever your minig is, you do your minig. If you don't have a minig and you, you live by the Mishnah Brewer, so then you know, he seems to say the regular dollar is better. First of all, he took off his Tfil and and he rolls up his sleeve and he sees that the whole Yud was undone on his Shayat. If I raise you, they pass him locks on each of the Christ Christ Mavli Brachem. They pass him, you go put it on again without a Bracha, to admit the Tfil and Skala Yayim. And uh, since the Yud is Allah, we say the words in Yaitzah's Mitzvah. Um, this is going on. This is going on uh, that the Minig is to put this thing on top of the Sayyid, on top of the Sayyid. Because we rear the shayat underneath our garments, and to make sure the shayat doesn't get ruined, they used to put this on. They used to put the ritzu on it to strap it. 
meaning is not to put this iron, which we talk it don't do. Now, today, when you buy it, so only get those boxes for the same reason, and a value allowed to, because you're allowed to wear it covered to save it. But the idea of sewing on a piece of iron on top, that permanent, that we talk it don't have. Reish Lamed Hey, Elo La'acher, that's Loyma Keinach L'Chatchila, this is the way to do it, L'Chatchila, in this proper order, first the Dalet on the Shalreish, then the Shalyad, but Avad V'Yashami should do a Keshe, if someone's Keshe got untied, on the, uh, of the, of the Shalreish, and Torah Karak V'Sagim L'Had Shalyad, you don't have to undo the Shalyad, then go back and do the Shalreish, and go back to the Shalyad, that should be done in order, we'll stop here.